This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 perfect champion. 93-7, the ticket veteran and Ortega connoisseur, Jake Bakovan. I like Ortega and I like Pepper. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. We've done it. You've done it. Everybody's done it. We've made it to the weekend. That's how you know when you hear that music play. It is time for the block party here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. If you're following along on the Sardaham and Jewelers video stream, you might not see all of us. We've got a whole gang of people in here, so we can't get everybody on. Uh, but you can see myself, Eric Strickland, and Mike Melby of Husker Rewind. Also joining us, Tom Stevens of Woo-hoo! Husker Rewind and Nate Britton, of course, of the Husker or the Ticket Water Cooler. You can see him a little bit in the background there. If you're watching the stream uh, and, of course, of uh, our producer here uh, on the block. Uh, one more reminder here in about uh, 20 minutes, we're going to uh, talk some fitness. It's Fit Talk Friday today on uh, on the block with Casey Carter of Aluva will be our guest today. But I did want to open up with something uh, strict that, that you mentioned going into the break. What do you do with the Cleveland Browns over under right now if you're making a season total bet? I looked it up. The the number that I found was nine and a half. Now, that seems like an awful lot with Deshaun Watson's uh, um, suspension, and and that's still out in the air. The NFL is going for a little bit more. But I will say this, with Jacoby Brissett starting, the first six games aren't all that daunting for the Browns. You have Carolina at Carolina against the Jets. Then taking on Pittsburgh, um, I mean, Jacoby Brissett might be the best quarterback of all those teams. Uh, then at Atlanta, uh, the Chargers and New England, of course, gets a little bit difficult there in the end with the Chargers in New England. But I think I think you got four winnable games, even with Jacoby Brissett right there. 9.5, that was pr- that was posted earlier in the season. Um, you have them a, a negative one favorite over the Panthers. So we know that the schedule is very favorable for them. In some instances, but let's 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 really look at the full and the, the the whole schedule, right? 2022 Brown schedule. They will see ten games against teams who finished with a winning record a year ago, including one game against a team that was that had twelve wins or more, and they only face three games against squads with less than six wins. The best thing, like you just said that's favorable for them is those early games. It's not the daunting task of having a gauntlet that they have to go through that I think Jacoby Brissett will be able to uh, handle, right? Um, We also see a 9.5 win total. Uh, You know, that was posted prior to all of, you know, the the issues that came from uh, the trade and the Deshaun Watson and the the, the, um, suspension and all of those things. But there's the betting news said, oh, we don't we're not touching this one. We don't we don't want no parts of what's going on here. Their odds are not available. Every other team's got <laughs> available odds. But the betting news say, oh, we're not touching that one. Odds are not available for this team. So 
that that's kind of what's out there right now. So we're going to see. Um, I, I, I really do hope that they can, you know, Jacoby Brissett can, he's been a career, he started some, but he's been a career backup guy. I love the backup guy story. You know what I mean? I love the Randall Cunningham story. I love, uh, 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 what's, what's my guy? Doug, um, with the Redskins, uh, Doug, um, Williams, Williams, Williams. Doug Williams. I love the Doug Williams story. I love the backup guy Nick that Foles? comes in <laughs> and Nick Foles. Yeah, you Eli Manning story. Come he, on, he actually got a bag for that one. I, I'm just a. I love the. I love those types of stories, man. And I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that it. It, it works to his favor. Well, I, I think there'll be one of very few cheering for the Browns, regardless of this. If that happens, <laughs> I would I would probably think that the number and of course it, it's all up in the air. I'd probably think the number would drop again. To me, I feel comfortable maybe at seven and a half to, to kind of reset that maybe two games behind what they what they might currently have it at. What do you guys think? Would you touch the Browns? Uh, over would you rather have the, the defense is still good, right? They still have a good right, defense. Yeah. I mean, would you take Jacoby Brissett or Baker Mayfield? I guarantee that answer is Baker Mayfield. As a Colts fan, I've watched probably maybe the best overall roster in the NFL when the first go-round with Jacoby Brissett, three games. The second go-round yeah. with Jacoby Brissett, seven games. He replaced I Luck, right? He was, was after Luck. Mayfield. Yes, yeah. he was after Luck, and then they had an experiment here and there, and then they came back to it. But, I mean, last year's version of Baker Mayfield, obviously with the injured shoulder, wasn't good. But you're not hearing good things out of Carolina about Baker. He, he may not I, – I, I don't know how much she has left in the tank. I, I think, like you say, backup quarterback, just do enough not to get us, you know, just manage the game, and you'll beat Carolina, the Jets, and probably Pittsburgh to start the season. Yeah. Maybe one or two games. With, Pittsburgh, I don't know. With, with Kenny Pickett? Uh, is it going to be Kenny Pickett? I don't know. Is it going to be Mitch Trubisky? Be Trubisky? Is it going to be Mason Rudolph? I mean, we don't know. Um, the Steelers are a pretty good team. They don't have a, they don't have a quarterback, but say what you will, but the Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger, who couldn't move or throw, they still flirted with the playoffs and made the playoffs. I so. think they win three of their first four: Carolina, the Jets, Pittsburgh, Atlanta. Ooh, that's with great. that defense, it's quite possible. That I mean, defense is, is still good. Yeah, yeah. It's a weak start yeah. for them. You're right. They got probably the best offensive line in the NFL, and, and two of the best running backs. Bill Callahan, them. baby. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, did you guys do you guys embrace the Hall of Fame game? Do you think that football has started now? Amir Abdullah's already scored. Or do you guys wait until, you know, college football <laughs> kicks off to say football's back? I whatever. I no, it was kind of a joke of a game, but it was it was like the Nebraska right. spring game almost. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it no, was No, but yeah, I what a, I'm just happy. I I like the practice reports and the, the stuff coming out and who's making rosters and all that type of stuff. Football's back because we're talking about it. Football's back because it is practice. Football's back because every single team, even Jacksonville, there's a little bit of optimism somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that's the that's almost the best part of the season. Uh, it's not because there's no games, but it, it is. It's I, I, Football's back. We haven't lost a game yet. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody's 0-0. <laughs> and, and real quick Everyone's on the Browns, I can, this is what I think about the, the, the nine and a half. During the commercial break, I am going to log in, and I will be placing my bet <laughs> on, on the unders. Oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, under ten and a bad half. idea. Yeah, under nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or nine and a half. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah, and who knows? If, uh, I think I'd take the under. Yeah, I, I think I'd take the under two box because I, I I don't know how far under, but Gus Gus says the Browns are five and twelve, no matter what. 
know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good point, though. We also have to remember, out of all of this, they have a great offensive line, a pretty good defense. Deshaun Watson, a top-five quarterback, possibly went healthy. Good addition with Amari Cooper. But with all that being said, Tom, don't forget this. They're still the Cleveland Browns. That, that, X factor. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's your X. Yes, that's the X factor. Yep. I, I can't argue the, with the, that. The, the, the bag over the face Browns with the tears. Yeah. The yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're back to that, huh? Well, I, I got to ask you guys about some of the other stories lines too here. As uh, as it is the block party, we got the guys from Husker Rewind in. Uh, are you offended? By Kayla Caffey's decision to transfer to Texas, there are obviously um, uh, Jordan Larson connection there. Um, obviously, already Akana uh, uh, is there. Does this offend you at all? Or I mean, after all, Casey Thompson is going to start for Nebraska. He's a former Texas player. Is this just the new world of sports where you can't get too upset about it? I think somebody wrote her a check. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, and I think Nebraska wanted to keep her. I don't think John Cook was being dishonest when he said, hey, we really tried to keep her. And I think they probably did have an NIL deal set up for her. And they would have been able to, to take a hit and say, oh, we'll give up the scholarship next year because she's that good. I mean, they are Hordes really on one side and then Caffey on the other side. Those are two of the best blockers, I think, in the country. But you go to Texas because it's awesome. I mean, Austin, Texas is cool. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get a big is. check. Uh, she's going to get a scholarship and NIL money. I don't blame her. And she knows Akana. I, I don't blame right. her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably and, Texas. And they're, they're good. Good program, too, right, Tom? Oh, oh that's yeah. a that, program is solid. Oh, yeah. That's a know? great program. I mean, it's, but they, they don't have the fan support, but they certainly they have Austin. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great city. It's that's just a, so, it's a weird time to be a, a fan, though, to a degree, because. Like you, the the hatred for Texas used to be strong. I still see it sometimes on Twitter. A lot of people reacting to the news, but I was like, I just don't know how upset you could be when Casey Thompson, who let alone being the son of an Oklahoma uh, guy that beat you twice, including uh, in the game of the century part two, um, it, it, former Texas quarterback. I mean, it, it's 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 strange. I, I don't know. It, the loyalty feels like it's going to be among the fans more so than the athletes these days, which has been a long time the case in professional sports. Well, Marcus Washington too. Yeah, Texas. yeah, so, yeah. I, there you another one. Yeah, Kathy, go. You know, I, props to her. Um, the, the one thing, and I want to, I want to touch on something you guys talked about last hour with NIL money. Um, it's something when I've been a manager uh, in, in my life and at various jobs, I'll always have a coworker that has a problem with how much money because they find out they've got there's another coworker that makes more money than they do. And yeah. I, and I always ask. I say, well, did you ask for more money when you started? Well, no. How do you know they didn't? So, I, I mean, don't be jealous of what other people get. Focus on you and what you do and what your worth is. And if, if you're asking for raises and all that type of stuff, I mean, bottom line is don't be mad if you're a Nebraska teammate or a teammate of anybody in college football right now with NIL. Don't be mad at Kayla Caffey for simply finding a better deal. And, don't, and I don't think it's a problem right now from what Scott Frost said that NIL is an issue in the locker room, you know, because – Brody Belt didn't get a $500,000 NIL deal. If he could, and it's you know his hometown and there's some big ConAgra thing there or whatever, he may get it. And he's a guy that's a fourth or fifth string running back, and he's going to be on all the special teams. And you may have somebody that's jealous. Why are you jealous? Go get your own deal. Yeah. Don't be mad at the other guy for, for cashing in. Well, the problem and, is that a lot has been pay for play, though. So, I mean, that's true. why guys are have hit the portal. Um, you know, a loyalty. You almost hurt for your loyalty. And, and that helps. And that's where I wanted to ask Strick. In your NBA locker room, Strick, 
was there jealousy over contracts and and did it ever affect the team um i i won't say that there was i think there were some things talked about um i will say there there could have been some subversion methods in competition because somebody wanted your position and they knew by having it they could raise their bag level uh, so I know there was probably some of those things going on. Uh, I I would say the competition in that aspect comes outside looking in. I think things went left when Juwan Howard got that big deal. I mean, people's eyes lit up, was like, what? I'm going for mine. I think that's kind of where it hit. And I would say that maybe there were people on his team that were looking at it, um, not necessarily on teams that I played on because you pretty much knew you kind of knew Jermaine O'Neal was that guy. Reggie Miller was deserving of that. You knew um, you knew Dirk was going to get it. You know, Michael Finley was the best guy on the team. You knew Paul Pierce and Antoine Walker were those guys. So I think everybody just kind of understood their roles and where they fit, and they just played and tried to raise their level of their bags. That's kind of what I – that's the way I view it. You had an interesting point earlier. You were talking about Aaron Rodgers, and you say there's a point sometimes in your career where you're playing for rings, and then there's a point where you're playing for cash. Did you go through those different stages in your career, or was it always about the rings? Um, well, for me, it was all, that's just my, that's my nature. Every time I stepped on the court. And I think, I think Tom, that was one of the most frustrating parts about my early days in Dallas, because as good as they were, as far as the talent that was on that team with Jamal Mashburn, Jimmy Jackson, Jason Kidd, um, and then the, the, the those that were surrounded by, I mean, they, they really didn't have a big, but those guys from the, the guard and the, and the front court positions at the, at the forward were solid. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah, Popeye Jones. And I mean, if they could have had Otis Thorpe, I mean, not Otis Thorpe, but, um, Ooh, I can't remember his name. He got really caught into the drugs and the, and, and, but he was, um, one of the better power forwards in that time. I can't remember his name right now. My mind's drew a blank on it, but, uh, they had a power forward there that was absolutely phenomenal. It just, just got caught in drugs, but yeah, man, I, I, I tracked a trailer. Is it? No, 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 no. Right. It was early, early Dallas <laughs> yeah. year. Okay. Uh, if you go back to the old Dallas with the hat, Sauter Hammond text nine four zero two four six four five six eight five. Power forward on the on. He was he was just as good as um, uh, big draws. Uh, Mark Aguirre. He was he was he was one of them type of. I think I. I it's not old story, but I can't remember his name. But anyway, if you if you're able to help me on the Sauter Hammond text mm-hmm. line, please do. But anyway. Yeah, man, I, I, I was very frustrated, Tom, with that team because we would get out of games and we just took an L and we shouldn't have. I mean, the other team may not have been as good. Um, and everybody was worried about the wrong thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the, in the locker room or I'm sitting in the elevator and they're talking about some other stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, y'all, y'all, y'all don't want to win. And so that's, that was really frustrating. Strick, was it Roy Tarpley? Roy Tarpley, that's the name. Roy Tarpley, yes. If he could have stayed out of trouble and with those guys, if Roy Tarpley was was around, I mean, then you add in Derek Harper, who was still, you know, 
coming back and enjoy shoot man they had something they had something hmm. uh well, real quick before we get again once uh once again we are uh kind of going to make way here for fit talk friday with casey carter of aluva here in about five minutes one more topic to get to uh with you guys um uh, before we do that michigan is honoring their 25th year anniversary of the 1997 team this year uh they're going to do it against penn state do you kind of wish they were going to do it against Nebraska? Do you think that would kind of help the buildup for the Michigan-Nebraska game uh, honoring the 97 uh, championship team? I thought that would be an ultimate troll move from the Wolverines, but they're deciding not to. I wish they would have. Yeah, I would like that. There's no way they're going to do that, though. Even at someone that's not from Nebraska, Michigan didn't win that national championship. They know Nebraska no. was the national championship. They don't want to do that. They got the stupid woodshop trophy as well. That's um, right. <laughs> <laughs> um we played t- Tennessee was a better football team uh, than Washington. Was it Washington State that? Oh yeah, that yeah. Washington State that year that uh, Michigan beat. Uh, Mich- there's no doubt Tennessee was a much better football team that Nebraska beat. I I think Michigan would have been an easier game for Nebraska than than Tennessee and Peyton Manning. Yeah, well, they had a they had a heck of a defense. I will give Michigan that, but even still, it does age pretty poorly that Nebraska beat Peyton Manning and Michigan beat Ryan Leaf. So uh, that's, <laughs> that's kind of what happened in those bowl games. Uh, let's take a quick break. I see that Casey is uh, is about to plug in, so we'll get to Fit Talk Friday here on the Block Party on the Block on ninety three seven. The ticket that's coming up next. Stick with us.